Fish here from the It Came From Gen X podcast. We're sharing this clip with you in case you're looking for some time with us but don't have time for a full episode. You can find new episodes and new clips on all major podcast platforms. While you're there, give us a follow or subscribe. Full video episodes and segments can be found on our YouTube channel at It Came From Gen X. You can also find us on our very own channel on the Boss Code Media TV Network. We hope you enjoy and hope to see you back. Let's see here. I, uh, let's start off with the first of all. If you you made me think about the things of of over the past year in in pop culture, mm-hmm. pop culture moments. We talked about some big news stories and, and mm-hmm. music stories and sports stories and all that. So, um, yeah, I looked up uh, just you know top things of pop culture this year. So it's, maybe kind of reflect a little bit here. So. Um, I'm just going to name a, kind of a few stories at random that made a lot of pop culture news over the past year. Uh, Will Smith Oscar, the, the slap, Chris oh, Rock, yeah. you know, the, the slap her around oh, the world. Yeah. I remember watching that live. Um, I just, you know, Will Smith is still, yeah, everybody has since apologized. Uh, <clears throat> it really hasn't been completely, you know, there hasn't been a whole healing type moment just yet. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith's career certainly has been impacted. Mm-hmm. He's in that big movie, Emancipation, which is critically acclaimed. I think it's on Apple mm-hmm. Plus, but mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think he's still got some work to do to get back out into the yeah. good graces of Hollywood. And, and I think it's going to be fans. fine. I think this as time goes on, we, yes. we seem to get more forgetful. You know, those initial feelings cool off, and people are more forgetful. I think that's what he has to do. Just wait it out. Absolutely. Skinner, any other thoughts on the slap? No, you're absolutely right. Time, I think time will heal wounds. You know, we'll see. I'm interested in seeing that movie. Uh, there's been a lot of times I've wanted mm-hmm. to, right when this, right, certainly after that happened, you know, I want to watch Hitch. Oh, wait a minute. I'm pissed off at Will Smith for what he did, so I'm not going to watch it. Or I want to see Hancock. Oh, wait a minute. Will Smith's on that too. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm be truthful. I felt that way at a very first time. It, it was hard not to. Thank you for being honest. Yeah, you know, you know, I hate, I hate that I felt that way, but I was pretty angry at him for, you know, mm-hmm. whatever his intentions were, whether good, bad, or indifferent. It was the right, it was the wrong thing at the right time to do, and mm-hmm. you know, he, he's taken a hit for it, rightfully so. And I hope that that feeling that I had six or eight months ago goes away because I've enjoyed his career. I've enjoyed growing up with Will Smith on the big screen and even on the small screen, watching him at the, you know, on the television shows that he's on. So, um, but yeah, no, that's, you know, I don't know how else to, yeah. how else yeah. to say. I, I commented on his forgiveness, but uh, in regards to the slap itself, 
Um, I'm just very annoyed at the people who have found all their reasons to excuse what he did. Um, I, I, I can't stand right. this mentality in our country nowadays. Nobody has any self-control. No matter what the problem is, it's not called for you to act that way. I watched some videos the other day, people tearing up a, a Waffle House, throwing chairs at the cooks. One girl jumped on the counter and threw a glass at one of them. I, we got to get some control in this country, man. I don't care what the problem is. It's about how you handle yourself. We have to learn to talk to one another when we have a problem or dispute. Uh, what Will Smith did, I don't want to hear about what he protected. I don't want to hear that crap. If my wife was in danger, I'd do anything to protect her. But she was not in any physical danger, and he could have handled that after the show with some words to Chris Rock. And let his wife know he wasn't taking that crap or whatever. What you did on national television was shameful. And, and it really uh, said, said, said horrible things for you as a person, uh, uh, in the minds of other people about black people. It was just all bad, man. It wasn't necessary. And it just really ticks me off that people make excuses for what he did. I agree. It was one of the most shocking things on the live television I ever saw and you're ever going to see again, probably. Yeah, and without question, the Oscars. The Oscars. I mean, I, Not the yeah. sports awards, the Oscar. This right. wasn't uh, 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 Suge Knight and, uh, <laughs> you know, with somebody. This is right. Will Smith, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I mean, whether his people got a hold of him or, or he, he came to his senses, I mean, he did come back and own it. And say he, he he had no right to do it. He he lost mm -hmm. control. He did he did not try to continue to justify the joke against his wife and all that. He said basically yeah. I didn't like it. It was uh, I didn't like the joke, but at the same token, it did not deserve that action. No, it so, wasn't well, we'll poor taste. It wasn't mean. It wasn't crude. And and she looked like somebody else who had shaved their head off. He wasn't making yeah. fun of your or your disease or whatever. And, you know, if anybody punches anybody, can somebody walk up on the stage and punch one of the women on The View? Can we get that? That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, that was a, a huge uh, story, obviously. Uh, Pete Davidson made a lot of uh, uh, pop culture news in, in 2022. Certainly his relationship with Kim Kardashian. you got to mention the Kardashians getting mm -hmm. out of the, you know. Uh, a lot of bad luck seems to happen. You just see huge uh, uh, social media uh, fight with Ye. And Ye took a lot of flack for that. I think rightfully so. Now, Pete Davidson has moved on. They've broken up, and he seems to be doing just fine with the people that he's dating. Seems like he's having a good time and everything else. But that made a lot of news over the past year with that whole relationship, number one. And number two, the the online feud with Ye. Uh, so I think probably Pete Davidson's in a happier spot overall with uh, just moving on yeah. and getting past all that. So any thoughts on that whole ridiculous uh, fight with Davidson? I was on his side for a hot minute. I thought it was funny for a minute, but he crossed mm -hmm. the line in my opinion. Uh, you know, mentioning the kids and, and, and stuff like that and the sex and then putting it out on social media. I thought he crossed the line with that. Some of it was funny at first, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, hey, I'm laying here with Kim, you know, stuff like that. But uh, he crossed the line, in my opinion. So, Skinner, any thoughts on that? I don't have no opinion. Truthfully, okay. I don't know really much about the story. Just yeah, you ain't missing nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Famous people fighting on social media, blah blah blah. Anyway, all right. Not so, my, uh, not my thing. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk certainly made a lot of news over the past year. Mm -hmm. uh, he, you know, was going to buy Twitter. 
that he wasn't going to buy Twitter. He tried to get out of the deal. Of course, he wound up buying Twitter. And it still continues to make fired a bunch of executives. And it's just a whole big, seems to be a very chaotic time for Twitter right now. Uh, But it still exists. And he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing with Twitter. So he's gotten rid of like, uh, people who's regulating it. So there's still a lot of, there's been a lot of people that's uh, famous folks who has moved, who has moved on from Twitter. Mm-hmm. You don't like the direction it's going. Uh, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. So it continues to, you know, I don't think it's going to get shut down personally. I think it's too, it's too popular in the way it's set up. It gives too many opportunities for the mm-hmm. average person just to go out there and yeah. voice your opinion uh, and to see what others are saying out there. But, uh, we'll see. It could certainly be very dangerous if it's not regulated at all. Uh, but yet I have not heard really any noise as far as people that they've brought back in or otherwise that's really creating a lot of problems. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. Um, he put a poll out there recently, uh, that, you know, should I step down as CEO and the fans, uh, voted to, he should, I don't know that he has, so I don't know. Just to be very odd dude, and again, very interesting, chaotic leadership. So we'll kind of continue to keep an eye on uh, this story into the new year here. So any thoughts on Elon Musk with Twitter, or you don't really care? Keith? Uh, you hit it on the last one. Uh, I never do Twitter. I'm not, uh, I like to say I'm not a twit. I've never used it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I could care less. Uh, I think Twitter is stupid. Uh, we allow Facebook to be invasive enough um, but to let somebody know the daily minutia of your lives. I think mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. I think it's a way for uh, musicians to compensate uh, for uh, money that they lose on album sales. Um, mm-hmm. you know, letting fans get in their business like that and, it, and, and that generates money in different ways. And I think it's a way for musicians, uh, it, uh, athletes to be popular on the level of musicians mm-hmm. and actors. Uh, but I think it's utterly ridiculous. So that's just my opinion. Yep. Skinner, any thoughts or you don't care? Uh, I don't care, but you know, <laughs> Elon Musk, I love the guy. I love, his brilliance, I guess, is the best way to put it. Don't necessarily agree with all his moves, good, bad, or indifferent. You can say that with a lot of people, like Mark Cuban. I have the much respect for Mark Cuban, Dallas Mavericks owner. Uh, I think it's Time Warner is who he got his money from. Mm-hmm. You know, these they don't affect me personally, but it's a, but I can respect them on a level of a human being, and yeah, I do have that for Elon Musk. But I don't always necessarily agree with everything he does. I'm a Twitter guy. I'm, I think I catch myself on Twitter more than I am on Facebook anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, where else do you have a direct a direct line to a famous athlete or a famous mm-hmm. musician? Or famous actor or politician, because you know everybody has a Twitter handle, except for mm-hmm. Keith Porter. Exactly. Um, whether the athlete, the musician, the artist, the you know, I actually the think I have one. I just don't use it. Responds back or not to different story, but at least 
people feel like they have the opportunity to get their voice heard to whoever it is that they're, they're trying to get to. So mm-hmm. I hey, think Twitter's yeah. good. I hope they figure it out. I'd hate, I'd hate to see it go away, but we'll see. Hey guys, just want to interject here. Uh, I was going to bring this up at the end of the show. I did not know it had gotten this bad. Obviously, we knew that a player was hurt in tonight's Cincinnati um, Buffalo Bills game. Uh, we knew it was serious. We knew that the stretcher had come out. We knew the ambulance had come out. Um, apparently, it has gotten seriously worse to the point that they stopped the game. They postponed mm-hmm. the game. Uh, players are crying. Um, Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin. He is in the hospital fighting for his life right now in critical condition. Uh, so, um, can we just take a few seconds and I just say a prayer for, uh, DeMar Hamlin and, uh, all those involved. All right. Thanks Absolutely. a lot, guys. Thank you. True thing. True thing. Uh, okay, uh, another story that uh, showed the the power of social media, maybe in a negative way, not even maybe probably in a negative way. Uh, the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, I, bring that up. Yeah. I know we talked about this on the you know back in the summer. Uh, so Johnny Depp sued his ex Amber Heard for defamation of character, mm-hmm. uh, claiming that the stuff that she was saying, she didn't mention his name directly, but. Uh, stuff she put out there in the news hurt his career and hurt and stopped him from getting some big roles. He wound up winning in court, but the whole media circus was just absolutely nuts with the general public showing up at, in the Virginia court uh, to observe. And then it was all over social media. You had people uh, watching this, you know, watching the court, uh, you know, watching the sessions on television, and really yeah. breaking it down to mm-hmm. facial expressions and everything yes. else. It was really probably one of the, I don't, I don't want to say it was certainly not as big as like some of the huge uh, court cases have been on television. It's not at the same level, right. but as far as the, you know, the scrutiny on social media and everything else, it really was quite the big deal over the summer here. So, <laughs> Just crazy, ridiculous. So, Keith, any any reflection on the yeah. Depp versus you, Heard case? Usually, all the celebrity hooey and stuff, I I just totally ignore. Um, you know, I, I'm like Skinner. Yeah, a bunch of you know millionaires who their little problems, whatever. Um, I usually think this is silly. I don't pay attention to it. But this was like must see TV. I enjoyed yeah. this because it was absolutely hysterical. Because some of the things they were saying was absolutely true. Um, Amber Heard, I thought, put on one of the great performances of her career. <laughs> she was about as phony as all get out, the fake tears. The, uh, there was one thing they thought she was doing drugs at court. It looked like she was. Uh, it was just a, hysterical. She was under such scrutiny, and she looked so bad with the baggy eyes and and, and oh my gosh. But every move she made, man, it was on high-def 1080p camera. And yep. somebody had a great story to make of it. Johnny Depp, uh, he reminded me of uh, Robert Downey Jr. in uh, the second Iron Man when he was in that deposition. Uh, he just had a 
fun time making jokes and he acted like he wasn't worried about anything. It was actually entertaining. It was entertainment is what it was. As silly as like you said, the charges were, you know, this wasn't, you know, some of the more serious things we've seen, like a murder trial and things like that. Or he said, she said, or whatever. And you know, Johnny Depp not only did he win against her, but I believe he ended up uh he's gonna make a big signing with the next uh Pirates of the Caribbean, they're going to resign him. I, that's, that's what I heard. I don't know. I saw it in the internet, but must be true. But uh, yeah, this was really entertainment. It was <laughs> it was very silly, and I actually got a kick out of it for a while. Skinner, any any reflections on that? No, that's another one that I could give uh, two craps about. Miss um, <laughs> Marcy was paying attention to it a little bit. So what? Everything I know about that come from her. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just two spoiled, rich Hollywood jerks, in my opinion, um, spoiling their dirty laundry for everybody to it wants to listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it. Okay. And just you know, kind of you know, ties to our generation here. Eighties nostalgia was really continues to be very popular, very huge. You know, Stranger Things is set in the 80s on Netflix, continues to be a very popular show, in part mm-hmm. because of all the 80s references. Um, you know, there's certainly 80s uh, references of various, all kinds of different shows and and movies, and you see some of the fashion coming back here. So, uh, obviously for us, I, you know, I don't know, I think it's cool. You know, we had a great uh, generation in the 80s growing up with uh, the games and the and the is everything we had going on here. And I think it's kind of neat to see that people, uh, younger folks are appreciating that and, and uh, uh, you know, letting it live on in pop culture and social media. So any thought guys, as far as just the general eighties, nostalgia that we're in, and I don't really see it going away anytime soon. I think it's going to be, uh, continue to be very popular over the next few years yet. So Keith, any thoughts on eighties nostalgia? You know, I think um, I think even young, some young people are recognizing the age of garbage music that we are in. Um, I and some of the categories that we grew up on, the hard rock, heavy metal. I can't think of anything new that I've heard. But like, wow, like the old days when we couldn't wait for this album or that album to come out, and it just blew our minds. Um, in every genre, you know, I. You know, I'm not what you call your biggest rap guy. You know, I, I see this stuff come out and I'm like, what is this junk? You know, um, <laughs> these these pop songs. Who was that? That BT ever? Uh, the little Asian boys, all like a bunch of little girls with all yep. that syrupy music. I mean, it's just pure garbage. Um, the pop world has gotten ridiculous. Uh, you know, and this seems to be owned by the same few people, Taylor Swift and blah, 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 the same names. So I, I, I think it's great that the eighties is, is, is starting to spring up. I noticed my son is starting to, uh, learn about stuff. And he says, Hey, I listen to this song. I listen to that song. It was great. And, uh, I, I hope it continues to grow. And I think that it will. Yeah. Skinner, any thought on eighties nostalgia? You know, I always say I should have been growing up in the 30s and 40s because I'm absolutely fascinated with that era. But I am very, very, very thankful that I grew up in the 80s. Mm. Uh, it is, to me, the best decade in the last hundred. Um, you know, us as kids, with what we had, 
with what we were able to witness and experience. I only wish that our kids today could have experienced the same thing, to be truthful. Um, And I I agree with you. I, you know, you say it's not going to go anyway anytime soon. I hope it doesn't for, you know, for our kids, especially our adult kids sake. I hope they get to experience some of the stuff that we got to experience when we were kids. We can talk about it till we're blue in the face, but until mm-hmm. you actually experience it, you don't get the same feel. So I hope it sticks around. I hope Hollywood stays with the eighties theme for a while. Um, a lot of shows, a lot of, a lot of shows. There's a show that I, I, we talked about earlier in the year. Um, it's, it's in the eighties. Um, it's, Red, so I'll have to look it up and, and maybe in a future show I'll, I'll bring it up again. But the show takes place in the eighties, and mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's a great uh, great area to uh, revisit. And I hope uh, they continue to do that. You know what would be a yeah. fun idea, guys? I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry, good. If we spent time, time like a month or so, and making a list. Of some of the greatest things that we did in the eighties that shaped us as kids, sure. and give and give that list out and say, you know what, young people, if you really want to experience something, do this on this list. I mean, everything from cow tipping if you can to TPing, <laughs> you know, go TPing, uh, you know, all the things that we did. Now that. You know, most of our kids are shut up in the house now or in front of a screen or whatever, or in virtual reality. All those things that just help make us who we were uh, as a kid and say, you know what, if you really want to enjoy life, go out and do all the things that's on this list. I think that would be a really cool idea. That's a great idea. Let's definitely do that uh, in, in this uh, in this next month here. I like that idea a lot. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's just, uh, t- just a last thought with that is I think people appreciate the in many respects, the simplicity, and you see a lot of new things, you know, like even video games, a lot of new video games are coming back with the look of the, you know, the Mm 8-bit games that are just these simple games with that cool look and the (laughs) retro music and everything else. So, yeah, so long live the 80s. That's right. Um, Looking back on just uh, just, uh, the top movies of 2022, even some of those have some uh, nostalgia. Top movie in 2022, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. So the yes. the, the sequel to Maverick. I watched it. One point so five billion dollars. So what you guys? I know it's on streaming right now. You could rent it. I still have not seen it. I plan to watch it. Uh, Keith, it's I saw H- some comments. Go ahead. I say it's on Paramount Plus. Me and Marcy. Uh... Came to bed early one night. Uh, it was like Wednesday or Thursday last week, and we sat and watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic movie, to be truthful. Wasn't a huge fan of the first one. You know, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't ooh and ah. There was a lot of dumb things that happened in that first one, like guys in pants and no shirts playing beach volleyball. You know, that sticks <laughs> yeah, out of oh, my I mind. Hate that scene. <laughs> you know, but this last or this second movie, what the, the aerial footage was absolutely spectacular hmm. um i like the story they brought back goose from the first one his memory and in, in it i don't want to do any spoilers if you haven't seen it but it's definitely a movie that everybody should see especially if you've seen the first one all right yeah 
Keith, yeah. you just saw it. What did you think about Maverick? Oh, uh, uh, I thought it was kind of corny. Uh, not as corny as the first one, which I think was the silliest movie I ever saw. Um, I thought the aerial footage was outstanding. Um, mm. I liked the story a little bit better. It wasn't so... I saw that coming, even though it kind of was. First, it was just like, oh, yeah, as soon as they graduate, they're going to be sent on a mission. I, it was just like, oh, I, I can't stand the first one. I don't understand the popularity of that first one. I feel the need, the need for speed. Stop it. It was so macho and so, oh, gosh. I, it was God, so really 80s. Like that. Yeah, it was. It just, it was just, ah, uh, I, come on, man. There's more to us than that. This macho crap. I'm Maverick. I'm Iceman. Uh, gosh, that sounds like the Avengers, man. Come on. But anyway, uh, it was enjoyable. I did enjoy it. So. Okay. I will okay. definitely Val, check it out. And I might I don't know if you guys know about Val here. Kilmer had a cameo in it. And yeah, that poor he was guy great. with the, but he's got, he's, you know, he's suffering from throat cancer. He's, uh, you know, mm -hmm. his time is limited. And, and on he Earth. lived it out in the movie. Yeah, he did. So, you know, I was glad to see him, uh, even though it was a short part. I was glad to see him in the movie. Very good. Yes. Um, yeah. Superhero movies continue to be very popular. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to ask for any comments on all these here, but just to kind of you know give you the top ten uh, domestic uh, worldwide, not domestic worldwide uh, movies. Uh, Tiger Top to Maverick, like I said, is about one point five billion dollars. Avatar already, The Way of the Water, which was just released, is already at one point four billion dollars. So amazing. Would, Avatar would have easily surpassed uh, Top Gun if it was released earlier in the year. Certainly, it's going to continue to. Uh, make a killing. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, a billion dollars. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was the top superhero movie at $955,000. And it's just these Minions movies. I don't get these Minions what movies. What about Black the last Panther? One. Black Panther was eight, was number six behind Minions. Minions, The Rise of Gru was $939,000. What? That nine or thirty-nine. Million, I said thousand. Nine or thirty-nine million dollars. Yeah, isn't it? It just, I, I, it's, it's bewildering to me. Black Panther was eight hundred twenty million. Number seven, The Batman, seven hundred seventy, about seven hundred one million. Thor: Love and Thunder was number eight at seven hundred sixty million. Uh, Watergate Bridge, number nine, six hundred twenty-six million. Moon Man, I, I think this is more of an, a, a foreign film, four hundred sixty million. That rounds up your top 10 uh, worldwide. So superhero movies uh, uh, and, you know, uh, fantasy movies still very prevalent in uh, in the box yeah, office. Big, big one coming right around the corner here in a couple weeks. Uh, I think the Ant-Man movie is going to take it to another level. Yep. Um, That's we're right. going to be introduced to Kang, the Conqueror. Uh, we got a little mm -hmm. bit of him in the Loki series, so I think this movie is mm -hmm. going to take it to another level. Yes, absolutely. I, I think a superhero movie is definitely going to make another killing uh, this this coming year. A lot of exciting content coming up here, and uh, so it's, it's to kind of continue the theme of uh, you know reflecting in twenty twenty two. Definitely had some um, notable folks in the world of pop culture and news and otherwise that passed away in 2022 certainly not going to name all of them um we did have pope benedict uh the sixth just passed away uh 
I think it was this past weekend, 95 years of age. Mm-hmm. Huge death in the world of news. Uh, Barbara Walters just passed away at age mm-hmm. 93. 93. Certainly, yeah. arguably, one who has paved the way to many uh, women in, uh, in, in, in the news field. So I saw a nice tribute from Oprah Winfrey. Um, you know, basically saying without Barbara Walters, there would not be her and a lot of other women on TV. I, I, I'm glad news. you mentioned ahead, that. I, I was I was going to say uh, more than just a news person. Uh, she mm-hmm. was like to be the first powerful woman. Yes. Uh, before Oprah. Yes. You know, Oprah following her steps of that. But she was a woman of great power and respect, man. Yeah. When you when you if you got interviewed by Barbara Walters for you many, many years. Somebody. That's right. Now, yeah. Oprah certainly picked up that torch mm-hmm. there, but that was a very big deal to be interviewed by Barbara Walters, and she was definitely dope for oh, her. Or, or you were in trouble. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. We used uh, to say, uh, you wake up and Carl Mundy's at your front door here in Northeast Ohio, <laughs> you better run. <laughs> right. <laughs> Local joke, people. <laughs> And certainly, she went on the, on the View for the you know, later part of her life. With uh, it's so she kind of uh, wrapped things up and retired from mm-hmm. that show. Uh, Pele passed away recently. One of yes. the most famous and talented soccer players that ever lived. I know for me personally, for many, many, many years, he was the only soccer player that I knew the name. I was going to say part, that he he was soccer. Yeah, he was soccer in part. Because Atari had the Pele soccer cartridge. It was always <laughs> Pele soccer, Pele this, Pele that. Now I'm like, well, this guy must be pretty good here. It's the only name I knew for many years. But this guy was, yeah. he was only 17 when he went wow. to it, made his first World Cup appearance back in 1958, scored three goals in the World Cup. Pretty amazing. Wow. And uh, uh, he was a, you know, a Brazilian soccer player. I'm sure over there he was just next to holiness in Brazil. Oh yeah, yeah. His, his money was no good over there, probably. I, I would imagine mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had other folks as well. I mean, you talked about Franco Harris uh, last week, Keith. Yeah, the great him. Franco. Uh, we talked about Kirstie Alley already. Uh, mm-hmm. Bob Saget, you know, famous uh, you know, mm-hmm. comedian, passed away this past year. You're missing a huge so, name. Who am I missing? We lost Queen Elizabeth. Oh yeah, absolutely, Queen Elizabeth. That's, That's right. Huge. I yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and a lot of these folks who recognize, you know, we we tend to pause for a few moments on every every episode to you know recognize some folks who passed away. We talked about Gallagher. We talked about Kevin Connolly, mm-hmm. voice Batman. Oh gosh, yes. uh, for many years. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis, Lewis, excuse me, passed mm-hmm. away recently. Just a lot, a lot of names. Um, you know, I'm not going to go through all these here, but those are some of the more prevalent ones uh, over the past year. So, any any folks that passed away that you, you wish to you know remember one more time here, guys, that uh, come to mind from the past year? If not, it's okay. Go well, ahead. I don't want to be superficial. Um, certainly, there are some people who, if you were ranking in level of importance to the world, would be up there. Um, but uh, you know, Kevin Conroy meant a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you're just, like I said, you just strike gold. 
uh, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, but Kevin Conroy becoming the voice of Batman. I mean, that, that voice and bat, seeing Batman were just synonymous to me. Um, yep. I, over the years, I caught a one or maybe two Batman movies that came out that weren't related to the same people. And it was a different voice and I could barely watch it. Uh, yep. he just meant a lot to me what he brought to that character. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the mindset of the Dark Knight, if you don't know it. Um, it's something that everybody can aspire to be his level of concentration, his level of commitment. And he brought that voice to match that even, you know, simple cartoons, man, it, it, it was something to behold. So I, I, that, that one really, really bothered me. And I, the queen kind of shook me up because I thought there was going to be some major repercussions, uh, happen because of that. But when I thought about it, I say, you know, at her age, I really wonder how much power the queen actually had. Uh, you know, or was she more of a figurehead and others were running this show? And if that's the case, that's probably why the transition to power was very, very smooth, uh, to begin with. So, but mm -hmm. I, just stick to Kevin Conroy, that one really, really hit. Skinner, come to mind in particular for you that, that, uh, passed away over the past year? No one in particular, just the Gen X spin on it, those that we grew up, you know, Learning to learning to love, I guess is the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. Bob Saget, Olivia Newton, John. You know, uh, I try. You know, I, I know I'm missing a bunch of them, but those two come to mind. They yeah. were there when we were growing up, and now that they're mm -hmm. gone, it kind of gives me reflection on you know, holy cow, I just turned 51 this past year. Mm -hmm. um, makes me just sit back and reflect, and and I've done it for a long time, but. Remember, when I wake up every day, I'm thankful, one, for waking up, and two, I'm going to make the best best of the day because there's not going to be – there's less of those days left than they are uh, what I've had in the past. So. Amen. If that makes yep. sense. No, Absolutely. Yeah, plenty more we could name. I'll add one more here. I know we, we honored him uh, over, uh, over the summer when he passed away here. But uh, in the world of sports, next to – Obviously, Kobe was taken out quickly and tragically, uh, but this gentleman passed on from, you know, just old age and you know, normal. Uh, but Bill, Ruby, Bill Russell passed away, so one of the most yeah. iconic sports players, period, that ever lived and ever will live. Uh, just you know, won tons of championships with the Boston Celtics. One of the very few, if not the only guy, I could think of who was a player coach that won. More than one championship, yeah. I'll all the while, while uh, dealing with some really horrible, horrible racism in the in the late '60s and early '70s, he was an advocate. You know, him, he kind of made a name for himself with him and uh, uh, Cassius Clay, and then Muhammad, who became Muhammad Ali, uh, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, they definitely stood up and spoke out. Um, but I don't know, just an amazing person, amazing yes, athlete that we lost over the past year. And then the NBA players, all of them this year, if you've noticed, are wearing a black uh, number six on their jersey to honor mm -hmm. the great Bill Russell uh, this particular season. So, yeah. Anyway, and another Gen ahead, X please. one, too. Uh, you know, just somebody, Skinner was talking about from our childhood, man. Um, we can't forget Irene Cara. Uh, Flashdance was yep. a huge part of our teenage yep. years mm -hmm. growing up, too. And, and just recently, tragically speaking, um, 
this, this depth of this uh, Twitch, you know, I wasn't a yes. fan or anything, but it just put mm-hmm. a spotlight on uh, suicide that w- that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people get some help, reach out, get some help, get some help. Yes, absolutely. So, again, we could, we could, we could spend a lot more time honoring those who have passed on over the past year. So, um, I think we covered that a lot here. You know, guys, we talked, you know, since this is a, a show of you know, reflecting on the past year, but why don't we just keep it there? We, we, we prepared some current topics for pop culture and otherwise, but we'll table those for now and talk more about those uh you know, next week, and we'll keep this more of a reflection. How about, is there anything that you're looking forward to before we wrap up? Anything in particular you're looking forward to in the new year? Kind of took the words out of my mouth. I was about to ask the same question. There you go. Whether it be movies or TV shows or sporting or just life stuff, anything you're looking forward to, Keith, in particular? Well, uh, you know, for for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm a, a pastor of church here in Akron. And uh, my message yesterday was New Year or a new you. I see so many people on Facebook every uh, December, you know, screw this year. I can't wait for next year. So many bad things happen. Screw, I can't wait for this year to be over. And I'm like, what What makes you think because the calendar is going to turn that bad things can't happen to you in, in the next year? You know, yes. it, it's got nothing to do with the year. Also, if you're taking you into that next year, some of the stuff was because of you. you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's not the year that needs to change. It's we that need to change. And so I'm I, I'm, I'm looking forward to making some changes uh, or some improvements. I'm looking forward to getting total control of my health in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, I, um, I don't want to say over it but i'm looking forward to the next chapter in my life uh after losing my mother i know that i have to move forward i know that's what she would want and it's kind of exciting to think about some of the different things i've just kind of settled with things being that she had it and you know because you don't think about making any changes uh but it's time to do that so uh i'm just excited um i i said today in, in our prayer meeting that i plan on uh finding the next mrs porter this year <laughs> so you know excited about that and uh, that'd be good for me i'll be happy get closer to god and i'm happy and i want to help as many people as possible we are dedicated to feeding the homeless passing out clothes uh we got a stack of stuff in my house right now we'll be going out saturday passing out hats and gloves i want to do more and more and more and more and more and more and hope others catch on very good. Why don't we just kind of keep it there then? So, Skidder, any any personal reflections or goals you wish to share for the new year? I wanted to piggyback Porter and say Albert Einstein's definition of insanity. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different the result. Same. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, like he said, if you went into 2022 complaining or 2023 complaining about 22, and you didn't make a change. <laughs> Twenty three is not going to be any different. So, no, it'll be any that different. being said, um, we kind of talked about it before, even before Keith came on. Uh, the new purchase of the camper that we had, and I'll talk to you, Keith, off off air a little okay. bit more about it. Uh, just spending time with the family and spending time with fen- friends and mm-hmm. utilizing this wonderful um, 
travel companion is what I'm going to call it. Is a, we uh, the Skinner Farson household That'd purchased nice. a camper um, that we can house and sleep ten people on a trip somewhere. So we want to take nice. full advantage of that. Take our, you know, take my friends, take my brothers and their their significant others, and just take off for a long weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that in 2023. I'm looking forward to my grandkids getting another year older. Uh, the babies, seeing them grow up, uh, you know, my my two little granddaughters that are one year old and seven weeks old, they, you know, I get to spend another year with them. So it's um, great. Utilize with family, utilize friends. You know, I can't do it. I can't expect or want to do anything less than to enjoy time with you. you I, I, hope, I hope we do more stuff together this this year, too. Yeah, very good stuff. Well, well, first of all, I hope again to wake up on my birthday next to Marcy again. That would be nice. <laughs> yes. In 2023. Oh, yeah. I woke up next to Marcy on my birthday, too. I wouldn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's always the traditional, you know, like to get better shape. Yeah, but that I, 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 I was in better shape a couple of years ago before covid i felt a lot better so that is definitely something i want to really f- try to focus more on this year uh myself um i tried to do it more last year i think i did but not enough and that is say yes more and by that i mean yes more to you know somebody asks you to do something and hang out and it, find more reasons to say yes than no and i fail there I sometimes uh, but I need to do more, do that more, because again, whatever you're doing, now obviously you can't make every single thing. Okay, I mean, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you got to be realistic and all that. But if what you're doing is something that can wait, and it's not something you're going to remember in the next week, even like you stayed home because you were really into cleaning the house, or you're really into watching a stupid football, whatever the hell it was, you missed out on some quality time with friends. You got to rethink your priorities, perhaps. So that's definitely something I want to do, try to do better at uh, of the coming year. That includes family as well, of course. I got some career aspirations I got, I'm going to you know, focus on as well, whether it be the current uh, place or maybe others, I'm not sure. So that's I definitely have some thoughts there that uh, things I want to do differently, things I want to change there to allow myself to do other things in life and so on and um yeah just excited i'm very happy to still be with ali and we're doing that's you know, great and, i'm so and, happy yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i'm excited for again a uh, beautiful daughter peyton and joey taking the next step mm-hmm. in their lives with their new place all that's very exciting so looking forward to spending some time over there and seeing these two kids happy and you know growing and all that so yeah, so just a couple things at at top of mind uh, for for the new year. So and obviously doing this, That's doing great. this with you guys. Yeah, I, you know, if you talked about it earlier, it's a, this uh-huh. is a, you know, it's, I think we we'll all say the same thing, but it's, it's definitely great that we stay connected this way. Uh-huh. Uh, it's still fun. It's still a great creative outlet with you guys, and also Dean and Nick. So it's a crazy hobby. It takes up a lot of time. But uh, again, we tend to focus more on the positives with it, not just what time it takes to do it, and more so that we stay connected and caught up with each other. Yeah, I'll say this, Fish. It's exciting because every year something else happens. True. Uh, Who knows what will happen this year? Who knows where the show will go? That's right. So well, no one else will keep doing it, right? So it's yeah. like a lot of a lot of people do something like this and they quit because it's just hard to 
hard to do. It's like, like I told Dean and Nick to do anything every single week. I don't care what it is to do anything to every single solitary week where you're connecting with people is not easy to do. It's something no. you have to make it a priority and make it a habit. Uh, and we have done that for now several years on this show and the other one too. So I uh, look forward to more fun times. And like you say, you know, if you, if you, if you stop doing it, you might miss an opportunity that yeah. uh, you didn't know was going to present itself to you. So exactly onward and upward with, uh, with all that as well, guys. Fate, I believe guys is bringing us to an end of another year of another episode so before we wrap this up here, Keith, any final thoughts, any announcements you want to make uh, before we yeah, go to I, I, yeah. I just want to say, you know, make some changes in you. Don't let the calendar just change. And, and like Skinner said, thing change is going to happen. Let's love one another a little bit more. Let's be a little bit more patient with one another. Uh, let's not be so quick to judge. You know, stop getting all of your morality from social media. Spend time together talking, hanging out, start a conversation in the waiting room as opposed to everybody sitting there on their phones or in the elevator or whatnot. Go see your friends you've been meaning to go see. Go see your parents who you've been putting off for weeks. Go hug mm -hmm. your mom and dad. Let them know you love them. These are all the things that are so important surrounding you out as a person. And as time goes by, you cannot get moments back. So you can't get a refund, can't get a redemption on it. So be a better you in 2024. And then at, at, at I mean, 2023, and then going into 2024, you can look back and say the year was better because you were better. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Any day could be your new year resolution day. Any day, any day, any day you any choose. Day. Mm -hmm. so don't have to wait for the first, do it now. Whatever anything you say, anything it. you yep. want to try to start to change. Do it right now and uh, work uh, work toward being a better you, like you said, Keith. So uh, that's it. So, again, other than, you know, just, uh, we, again, we I thank you. We thank you. Thank you for watching both, you know, this one and uh, Convincing Idiots. Uh, thanks for your support out there. And, again, look forward to another great year. Skinner? Yep. I can't add much more. You know, change you before you change your calendar. Um, you know. Friends come and go, but your family and your friends that are family stay forever. So reach out to them because you only have so many days. So uh, great year, fellows. Last year, I'm looking forward and excited for 2023 with you with you two. Maybe we'll get a Coach Cooper signing here or there once he retires from volleyball. Mm -hmm. uh, who knows? We have no idea what the future holds, but I'm excited for it. So. For Brian Fisher, Keith Porter, I'm Michael Skinner. We're the guys from Gen X. Happy New Year to you folks, and we will catch you next week. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Find something else. Is this goodbye, Charlie Brown? Sponsored by Mix and Eat Cream of Wheat Instant Hot Cereal. All the flavors are all natural. And by Peter Paul Cadbury, maker of Mounds, Almond Joy, York Peppermint Patty, and Cadbury Chocolate Bars. Indescribably delicious. Cadbury's Dairy Milk Chocolate. Chocolate made with luscious ladles of milk. 
If we took away that smooth, creamy milk chocolate, you'd think we were nuts. Cadbury's Roast Almond Dairy Milk Chocolate. Packed end-to-end -end with whole roasted almonds. Now in three affordable sizes. You'd be nuts to pass them.